Yes, I was just about to. I was going to ask that in the last show, but I figured we'd get to it here. Um, are we rolling? I'm Michael Marinello. And I'm Robert Mathers. And this is Radio Free Jersey Presents of All Time. On this episode, 20 years of 1027 WNEW. How are uh, you, buddy? Not bad. How are you? Good. We got one. Uh, one. This is our second episode. We yeah. got one under our belt. This exactly. Is good. I feel like we're we're getting back we're in the uh, back in the groove again. The machine is slowly starting to hit uh, hit full pace and uh, crank out. You know, uh, industrial waste behind it. Yes, <laughs> it's uh, it is. Um, it's fun doing this. I'm having yeah. a lot of, you know, I think we're having a lot of fun uh, putting the research together for this. So exactly on this episode, we are going back. So uh, as you're, if you're, if you're just jumping in, right. we grew up in New Jersey yep. in a small little town called Verona. Mm-hmm. Our stations, this, <laughs> this is the station we grew up with, right? which is 1027 WNAW. So WNAW is this heritage uh, rock station. It started in the fall of 1967. Okay. Um, it had an AM counterpart, which was a classical music station. But the, okay. the the if you are a a classic rock or even a rock fan, right. uh, a lot of the bands, especially classic rock bands in the sixties and seventies, even right up to the eighties, kind of this was one of the radio stations that broke. Yes, that kind exactly. of music. Um, and th- it was this. This is. When did uh, Muni join this? Uh, well, Muni started in November of, of 1967. So this countdown was the fall. Uh, if all of our research and memory checks out and we right. reserve the right to be wrong, and please <laughs> correct us on Twitter at Radio Free Jersey. Uh-huh. Um, I remember hearing this because we would, it was fall. We were freshmen in high school yep. when this, when this exactly. came out. Exactly, yep. I don't think it was around Thanksgiving. Well, it, it, it could have gone over Thanksgiving or it could have gone over a... Uh, actually, it might have been over Thanksgiving. Right. But so, it, to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the radio station, they polled their listeners and they polled their listeners in the Daily News and the New York Post. Uh, plus, you also went... Uh, there was a sales tie-in. I forget what, like EJ Corvettes or something. You went you went somewhere <laughs> in the tri-state area, uh-huh. New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut uh, to fill out a card and mail it in. Right. So to my knowledge, mm-hmm. they this was an actual, uh, and this, this quote comes from uh, the New York Radio Archives. It doesn't look like the station cheated, but fans who voted mostly chose all the various uh, obvious hit tracks, the same tracks as a programmer would have chosen with only a few exceptions. That makes sense. Right. Um, this is a very interesting list. Again, the time frame here is fall of 1987. Right. Uh, the Which station is, is... It's on the... It hasn't lost its luster yet. It right. was still a fairly well-respected... Right. Uh, with... with Scott Muni was a legendary disc jockey, uh-huh. personal friends of John Lennon. Yep, um, exactly. So a couple things to keep in mind. This is, 19, again, 1987. This yep. is a New York area-centric countdown. Uh-huh. It was a rock station. It wasn't a classic rock station. So rock at that point, in comp- classic rock had only been a format for two years at that mm-hmm. time. But this was a rock station. New York City had a classic rock station at the time, and that was 92.3 K-Rock, yes. Howard Stern all morning, classic yes. rock all day. Yes. I was just, that was the, the, the thing I was going to bring up to set that at this time, there was both, you know, 1027 and K-Rock were both basically the same format too, right? 1027 was a little bit 
more progressive and they would play newer rock. So, okay, right. so, so in uh, K rock really had a, if it was, if it was from 1966 to, 1980 or so that was the okay that was the predefined or uh, right or even you know it was 20 years of songs that came out the the the, the foundations of classic rock yep. beatles stones mm-hmm. doors uh the who right uh elton john right eric Clapton. elton john pre-sober uh-huh right so <laughs> you, you would not have heard anything about 1980 you right. know steely dan the doobie brothers but but early stuff right. yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. A, a classic rock station really didn't play new music by those artists mm-hmm. and in new york if you wanted to hear new bruce springsteen right uh tunnel of love i think yeah, was around yep, that exactly. time or you exactly wanted to hear anything off of like dream of the blue turtles from sting mm-hmm. yes that what you you, you, you heard sting on WNEW, you, you heard, heard the, the police. police. Okay, yeah, uh, just barely, <laughs> right? Uh, because um, the police, um, the p- police would still kind of have been a new band. Right. You might not have heard the Clash, right? Yeah, on K Rock, but you definitely would have heard. So that's where it kind of bled. Okay. And then, of course, as the years went by, it it you know, I mean, Pearl Jam is considered classic rock now, which right. is because they've been around for. So you had to. Have Sort of been around for twenty twenty five, right? Exactly. So, um, and this list starts at the bottom. Yes. So uh, we're gonna go. Uh, it's funny as I look at this list and start. There's already several people that were on this list that were nowhere near, nowhere to be found in the last list. So the last list we did, just as a reminder, was twenty nineteen Q one zero four three, and we think it was a little bit fishy. So this is a <laughs> this is thirty. Two years earlier. Yes. Math. <laughs> That's how you got in the radio, not to not to do math. Right. Yeah. So Lola by the Kinks, uh, who uh, did not show up at all and still don't show up. You know, I, I would say they probably weren't maybe in the 40s, 50s on, on that, that prior list. On the old list, yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, um, back to my theory, this is, you know, if you're going to think of a, a Kinks song, a long, epic uh, you know, one that everyone knows they're, they're probably their biggest hit. Lola, Lola was it. Sweet right. Judy Blue Eyes, number 19 by Crosby, Stills and Nash. Again, uh, we were discussing before in, in the last one, wasn't on it at all. Uh, and even that I find a little bit low, but um, 18, A Day in the Life, uh, Beatles. 17, uh, Imagine by John Lennon. 16, the first time we see Bruce Springsteen. But I think we have him in there. One, Bruce, two. I can tell you right now, Bruce Springsteen is three times here. Three times. Also, we, we, we talk about recency bias. You know, Bruce Springsteen, what was the the Born in the USA was what, 84? But he toured almost to 1986. Yeah. So this is 1987. Probably you couldn't think of a a more popular act at that point. You know, one thing to keep in mind, this is the radio station that helped launch Bruce Springsteen. His Christmas record, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yeah was from a WNEW broadcast in 1975 uh-huh. <laughs> in Asbury Park. I okay. mean, it is, they, they were the, you know, just right, like BCN the, introduced right. the world to Aerosmith. Yep. You know, NEW was responsible right. for Bruce Springsteen. So it makes sense that the, yes. they probably played Bruce a lot in heavy rotation. So yep. that's why the recall is there for right. the fans. So that, uh, and getting back into this, this is, you know, one of these classic, long, drawn out, anthemic, uh, Bruce songs. Uh, that's Jungle Land. Um, now, I want to say 
correct me if I'm wrong. It might be, I think it's that next summer, Bruce, Sting, Peter Gabriel all go out on the Amnesty International tour. Um, Is that 88? Yeah, it might be 89. It, uh, around then, sure. So, again, th- 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 it's all in the uh, in, in the milieu uh, of the time. So, which brings us to our next one. Uh, 15, Roxanne by the police. Now, again, you want to talk... This is done in 1987. 1984, Synchronicity comes out. They go on a world tour. They break up. Now, I'm at this point, Sting is touring for Dream of the Blue Turtles. Freshman year, he comes out with Nothing Like the Sun. So he had gone off tour, coming back out with another album. So And Roxanne was not on... Synchronicity was on the record. It was uh, it was the first one out, Lando Stamore. Right. <laughs> so this is a ten. That was what seventy seven. So this is a ten year old song. Yes, exactly. Um, then Nights in White Satin, the Moody Blues, uh, <laughs> which is remarkable. I'm shaking my head now. Uh, cor- uh, remind me, or and maybe you can clarify the cut. With that's stupid, what I was. Adju- that's what I wanted to ask you. Dream deep, the withering. <laughs> Old English guy, you know, all the stuff that made our high school English teacher happy. Yes, exactly. Well, it's funny you say that because this is going to pull this all together. Um, When I was work, uh, I took one year of journalism with Mr. White, uh, my senior year. And one of the things I did was to do a poll of to poll the teachers what their, you know, their Desert Island discs were. And uh, Mr. Lux put the whatever album this to our children's children, children, maybe. Oh, the, yeah, the, that Nights in White Satin is on. Yes, whatever, um, whatever Moody Blues album that is on. I, I, hopefully I can find that because that would make a great list uh, for us. Oh, yeah. I, um, it, it, it was some, some good stuff. I can remember hearing the long drawn out version of Nights in White Satin by the new Moody Blues. Think about, think about that song now. I, don't, I can't tell you the last time I heard that song. So uh, next is um, Thunder Road, Bruce Springsteen. Again, this is the second uh, appearance, and as we we're and this is another classic um, Bruce Springsteen anthem, long six five six minutes long, wailing saxophone at the end of it, uh, reference to Roy Orbison singing for the lonely, uh, and, and again, this is the second of the three times you'll you'll see him in there. Cashmere, Led Zeppelin, another. Uh, you know, a classic Led Zeppelin song, uh, and then whole lot of love. I do like, but I, 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 I still think I'd, I, I would uh, move Here's that. Here's why I think we keep seeing whole lot of love show up in top twenties, and you, you will see this as we go on. Right. It's the first song. All right. It was the all right. It's the lead track off Led Zeppelin one. Uh-huh. That was the introduction the world had. Right. Uh, and it's a halfway decent cover of a blue song, right? You know? Exactly. But I think that bombastic, uh-huh. um, you know, who are these four guys from England, right? That aren't the Beatles in 1968, right? Um, I think that's why I think it, it's just burned into people's that and radio stations played it in high rotation. <laughs> yes. Now we're into the top ten. <laughs> top ten, number ten. Light my fire. The doors. Um, uh, again, at this time, th- this very much makes sense. If you, you think classic rock, you think, you know, uh, 
American classic rock. That's you know the Doors is is it. This isn't even classic rock. This is just this is rock, right? But from a station that that brought yeah. I mean, this is also the Doors' only appearance in the top twenty. Yep. Uh, So it's their highest charting one. It is the most well-known yep. door song. Yep. Uh, it had been in a Ford commercial. Uh-huh. Now, th- what's interesting is this is also two years before the Oliver Stone film. Oh, right. Before we saw yes. Val Kilmer play. Yeah. James Douglas Morrison, you've ruined another Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Ten sounds about right to me. I, maybe a tad bit higher, but that, that seems about right. And. And then number nine, the second appearance of the police, um, every breath you take, which, you know, probably at that point you heard all the time. You heard it on popular radio. You heard it on, you know, is it, it's uh, the, the way I like to think of it. Like you these days, like playing the clash, it's like, oh, well, it's both now classic rock and it was also kind of like punk rock. So like right. eh, they can kind of get a, a twofer there. This is and it would have been in pretty high rotation. Right. It would of, have, it have been course. only out for five years. Yep, exactly. Uh, number eight, Freebird, which uh, if it, uh, anybody listened before, that's uh, was uh, one of uh, RDM's all time favorites. And he definitely put it in his top five of all time classic it's, rock it's, songs. It's I'm not a giant Skinner fan. Right. Um, but, but but you can't. It, it is. It's anthemic because I think it came out after the, the you know half the band or a quarter of the band mm-hmm. passed away in a, in a in a plane crash. Right. Um, yep. It's also I mean it is a really good song. The yep. lyrics are really good. If yep. you take away the guitar uh-huh. part and and if you go grab a copy of um, I can't this film came out in the last twenty years or so. Uh, it's it's Huey Lewis and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh yes, um, uh, Maria Bello, uh, yeah, 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 uh, Andre yeah. Brower. Yep. Uh, it's called Duets. Yep. About, Duets. So like it's about like karaoke singers or yep. something like mm-hmm. professional karaoke singers. And Andre Brower does. It's actually somebody else. He lip syncs, but his character does Freebird. <laughs> Just acoustic. Oh boy! So you have this soulful voice, uh-huh. and it's a minute and fifty-four seconds. Really? You strip away. So I think what makes the song kind of push it into its uh, kind of over the top is the dueling guitar bit that goes right. on for you know exactly. six minutes. Right. Um, hey, Jude by the Beatles uh, again. Uh-huh. And that's that the, the highest, highest be- charting Beatles wow. song. So, so this is now it's 1987. Uh-huh. Um, this is seven years, almost to the day after John Lennon has passed. Yep. Was assassinated in New York. Yep. NEW was the first radio station in America to announce that fact because, yep. uh, as I remember, uh, a an NYPD officer called Dennis Elsus on the air and say, John Lennon just got shot. Right. Um, seven again, seven years before, but the, uh, the pat so CDs were still kind of new. Yes. Um, I think, and the first two Beatles albums to come out on was a comp were two compilations, right? Well, no, so this is what they did in, 19 late 86 they started releasing them and they released them in fours they did the first four albums please please me with the beatles beatles for sale and um uh hard day's night that was probably 
80, late 86 ish. And right. then in 87, they did the next three. They did. Oh, right. Help, and Capital. Rubber Soul and Revolver. Right. And Capital. Um, the the big the big deal back then was in America they they the American releases weren't going to be released on, exactly. on CDs exactly. it was the official twelve yep the uh, official twelve uh, 13, on 12 and CDs half. and then so at June first nineteen eighty seven they released the CD copy of oh. Sergeant Pepper right. to coincide with twenty years since oh. right Sergeant Pepper was released um so that's that actually makes me think I'm a little surprised that that's there isn't a um, there isn't a Beatles hire, but it also makes me think that that's actually true voting. But <laughs> right, and 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 EW would have also played the Beatles in high rotation because they were a staple of that. Yeah, you know they they exactly. Um, you know they they were the New York Beatles. Well, FM. You know right. later Beatles station. Yep. Um, uh, but it's Hey Jude and not Let It Be, which is not in the top right twenty. Uh, sorry, I know we just spoiled the top of the list. <laughs> right. Um, so with, is that only two Beatles songs and a John Lennon song? Well, no, I'm sorry. There are three, right? Stay in the Life. Um, Stay in the Life. Oh, maybe it is just two. And Hey Jude. And John. And Imagine. Wow, that's crazy. 1987, they had a little bit more variety. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Two Beatles songs, three Bruce. Springsteen is the most yeah. in this top 20. Here. Yeah. There you go. Um, so we are at six, yeah. six and four are both who songs, uh, won't get fooled again and Bob O'Reilly, which is, um, so six is won't get fooled again. Four is Bob O'Reilly. Now those I expect to be always somewhere within the top 20. Um, right. And, uh, you know, cause they like, again, you, you, when you think about these, uh, these lists and you think about like, oh, I, I want a song that I can just play and like, this is the who experience. One of those two is, is definitely it. It, it has, yeah, it has, you know, the turning guitars. It has the, the, you know, the synthesizers that, uh, Townsend was working on the, the screaming, the loud vocals, the drumming is, is nuts. It's, uh, it's all in there. It's a, the, the full who experience. And sandwiched in between is yeah. I can't get into a satisfaction by the Rolling Stones, a very early hit for the Rolling Stones. Right. That's one of those tracks that uh, this is we are uh, sort right. of here in in, the, in America, uh, an introduction to the Rolling Stones. Exactly. Right? Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, There's would, no. What is there any other Rolling Stones no, song in there? No. That's funny. So no sympathy for the devil. No. Um, but in 1987, Steel Wheels hadn't come out, so the Rolling right. Stones were on an, were, were not charting. So I could see why, if you say to uh, an average radio listener on the street of this radio station, right. hey, yeah, yeah, sure, the Rolling Stones, okay, get no satisfaction, right? You know, yeah. so there's yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, of nostalgia, yeah. but yeah. I, I don't think, yeah. Oh, remind me this: had the did the Who come back and tour right around then? In '87, '88, maybe. I, re- I seem to remember. I mean, it's before CSI. It's before. I'm trying to think what would have prompted, right. other than just the who being in heavy rotation when the list. Because right. I think that's partly how a lot of this stuff was influenced right. Exactly. too. Right. It's all, it's a, yep. All right. So three, Layla, Derek, and the Dominoes, um, uh, used very well and and appropriately, and uh, the 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 coda fade out of uh, is used in what's it, Goodfellas? Yes. Yeah. When does that come out? That's probably right around then too, isn't it? Uh, ninety. Okay. 
Or is yeah. that Casino? Yeah, I mean, a little later, but again, Layla's a... Clapton was... Right. He yeah. was... I mean, nothing. that We hadn't heard from Eric. Yep. Uh, this is before... Yeah, so no cream on this list either. No. Wow. Yeah. And again, this is this the top 20 of 1,200 and... Right, yeah. Like, did I do that? Amazing. 1,027 songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we just don't... We're not going to do all of them, obviously. But uh, right. now... Number two is very interesting. Yes. Born the Run, Bruce Springsteen. And again, I think some of our earlier points can continue to be played out here. Bruce is coming off the, you know, he's coming off the biggest tour ever, the biggest album ever that both crossed over pop charts, classic rock. This is his station. This is the station that broke him. And this is his... You know, the, song, yeah. you know, the very definition of And if uh, you're a Bruce. diehard Bruce fan, you almost tuck... Born in the USA, it, this period, right? So this this era of of Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Um, this is before wife number one. This uh-huh. is before yeah. like he got all uptowny, uh-huh. bougie Bruce. I yeah, guess exactly. you call it. Um, <laughs> but so th- you talk to diehard Bruce fans of that time. Yep, they're a little softer now and have a bit of respect for Born in the USA. Right. Um, the, the Born in the USA was that line of demarcation of mm-hmm. I, much like the Grateful Dead, uh, who also didn't chart in here. And yeah, I have a problem with that too. Well, when but is uh, when is Touch of Grey? Touch of Grey is nineteen eighty seven as well, but right. uh, late eighty seven. Okay, so for for Deadheads, that is sort of a line of demarcation. If you jumped on the bandwagon right, at eighty, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. around then, you're not. You know. Right, but so how many deadheads would you think would be taking this poll as opposed to just your average Joe listener? Be like, oh, Grateful Dead, Touch of Grey, let me throw it on there. Well, I don't think, but I don't think it it, it, it wouldn't have resonated then. Right, yeah. Uh, NEW certainly was playing Touch of Grey, mm-hmm. but again, if you're talking to radio listeners, right. Grateful Dead was not a big radio band, although right. NEW is an, I know I'm kind of bouncing around, NEW was an anomaly because they did play right. non-hits by the Grateful Dead, right. certainly earlier in their run. What I'm trying to get to is that you talk to a diehard Bruce Springsteen fan. Mm-hmm. I think if we were to go back, if we got in the DeLorean and went back <laughs> yep. or the or the hot tub yes. and, and went to like the fall of 1987 mm-hmm. and found other guys in their 40s yep. <laughs> who, you know, came of age in the late 60s and, and, and 70s, right. they would say, yeah, I don't like this Born in the USA. It's Born to Run is the right. exactly. pent ultimate Bruce right. Well, think about that. Like all these songs on here, Jungle Land is, is on Born in, Born to Run. Uh, Thunder Road is also on Born to Run. So that, that, correct me if I'm wrong here, I think that album comes out in 1973, 74. His first, yeah, uh, January of night. It just, yeah. So we just had it that, 47th. <laughs> he is, Coming off his most popular album, he's about to release Tunnel of Love, and yet what people are voting for are all an album, you know, that's over 20 years old or close to 20 years old. And I think that uh, if you were to, again, so we're trying to put ourselves back in the mindset of 1987, that sure is a, of all time, because your time is irrelevant as of right now, Mm -hmm. I think it's tough for us to disassociate ourselves from like 2020, but- exactly. That it's very interesting, I think, to see yeah. that as number two, without, and without then, a doubt. Yeah, and then and Stairway is number <laughs> Stairway one. Stairway to Heaven is number one. So this is the second uh, chart in a row that we've researched for you guys. <laughs> that Stairway to Heaven is number one. I think 
that uh, and and we're gonna keep it a little separate tally of how <laughs> many lists that we review is Stairway to Heaven the number one right. for? Uh, of course, I think it's a little early to. <laughs> fully develop the, the the theory that there is some sort of nefarious thing at work. Uh, I don't. I mean, listen. There's a couple of things that that you know in between the last couple of shows that we've we've gotten in direct messages and things like that. Like one of the the theories, and and it, I would love for the audience to help us explore this. Uh, no matter when you're jumping into this podcast, yep. whether whether this is you know whether you're getting it right as we put this out, or <laughs> right. this is several years down the road. Yep. I think Dick Cheney has something to do with this, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, so good. All right. So uh, that is that is it for this list. Um, so so we called in episode one, we called an overall BS on that list. What? Right. Do, uh, but do we think this is, I mean, I, are you I getting a good is, feeling about this? I, I guess. There's a little bit more uh, representation there uh, from many different artists. Uh, and it seems to be, and it seems to make sense in the best that I can, um, I can figure it out. So to, to you, this feels like. Right. A uh, little bit uh, that people uh, actually voted for this. And this is what they voted I for. I concur. All right, we're, we're giving we're giving this one a pass. All right, on the next episode of all time of all time, uh, we're going to head to the West Coast and dissect a list from the world famous K Rock oh, LA. Yeah. So not the one in New York. Yeah, but we are going to uh, we're going to. This is even before I think Ralph Garman was out at that radio station because this is this is uh, this is an eighties list. We're going to pick yeah. a list from the from the eighties. So and Robert um, is. Is Garmy strong? <laughs> um, yes, we, we're working on it. Ralph. If you're listening, we would love to. Uh, and, you, and you're East Coast sometimes. Right. Our travel budget's a little nil. Uh, so that you know, a couple of other things of business. If there's a list that you mm -hmm. uh, know of, right. uh, reach out to us on right. Twitter. And at, if you want to come and join us uh, sometime, if you want to, we could patch you in. We could uh, we yes. could discuss it as, as well. Absolutely. So anybody that's got a list or anything like that uh, that you want to uh, hit, you can hit us up at Radio Free Jersey. And we're online as well, which, right. you know, is in the show notes there. So uh, until next time, this is Michael Marinello. And I'm Robert Mathers. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Radio Free Jersey.